Do you know what really sucks? Is sitting down to edit your project and realizing that you have gaps in your coverage or shots missing? You need to have a really good, specific, and detailed shot list. Head over to filmmakersecrets.com slash shot list, S-H-O-T-L-I-S-T, to get a killer shot list template along with some training where I show you step-by-step exactly how to use it. I grabbed my friend and we shot half of it and it was at like 45 seconds. And we were like, oh shoot, because it's SB, you know, it had to be 60 seconds. Filmmakers have the power to evoke emotion, inspire thought, and drive universal change in this world. Right now, a real seismic shift is happening in the film industry. This is your best chance to join a new filmmaking movement. You have been called to create an everlasting impact with your unmatched, deep desire to tell authentic stories. So how does a filmmaker thrive in an environment that is almost intentionally designed to bring you down? That is the question, and this podcast reveals the answer. What's happening, filmmakers? It's George VK. Welcome to Filmmaker Secrets Podcast, episode number 65. And I have with me a very special guest, Tate Molenkamp. Am I pronouncing that correctly, your last name? Yes, that's yeah, okay. not a lot of people get that right. So, <laughs> awesome. <to> go. <laughs> so Tate is a filmmaker and the grand prize winner of the recent seven day Cine Racing Challenge, where filmmakers were tasked with writing, shooting, and editing a 60 second film from scratch in just seven days. Tate's very funny short film entitled 60 Second Job truly made a big impression on the judges and took first place. So, Tate, Go ahead and say what's up to our filmmakers and reveal the one filmmaker secret that you have been keeping from us. Well, what's up, everyone? Um, I, I guess if I were to, to put a secret or like what, what my secret, I guess, going into doing film is really like. Don't always second guess yourself, because I find you can like a lot of times I found in projects that my gut instinct was better than. You know, if I went back and like, I don't, I don't know how to put it in right words, but like I've done projects where I wish I would have gone with the first thought that I had. Yes. And yeah. And, and that also helps because your, your process, like you can get work done faster, but also it's efficient as well. That's really profound. And I totally agree with you because the more doubt you have in your own decisions, the longer it's going to take for you to actually land on a decision and be able to move forward in the process. Because we all know that filmmaking is just the whole filmmaking pr- production process, starting from the conception of the idea all the way through to when you actually edit the thing and deliver it, whether it's for a client or to submit to film festivals. There is a lot going on. It's such a collaborative art form. And even if you're doing it all yourself, you're still having to take hats off, put different hats on. Right. And, you know, that is quite evident within uh, the recent Cine Racing Challenge that you participated in and you took first place. Talk to me about your overall experience. Like, have you done a film race before? Did you have any sort of initial struggles or doubts about your ability to actually accomplish it? Yeah. So I've actually done a couple uh, 48 hour film challenges. Uh Um, And because when I was in in college this year, uh, we did one in like Iowa and that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, And so I've kind of had experience in like 
doing like really fast films in like a very short amount of time. And so when I saw this on like an Instagram ad or something, I was like, seven days. That's like, you know, <laughs> I was like, I can do that. Instead, That's an know? eternity. Yeah, I can make seven to, films in that time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the difference when I was in college, I didn't really have like a job at the time. And so when I signed up for this, um, I saw all of a sudden my, my job started to like, I got like a lot of work and I had to like do a lot of stuff with that. And I was like, oh shoot, you know, I'm not gonna have as much time as I thought I was going to have for this. Um, so I, I grabbed my friend, we, I, we really spent like probably like a day filming. And then, um, I spent like the next, like the next two, just like editing and, and stuff together. But, um, uh, I wrote a script like the first day. Cause that's, you know, you don't need like a crew and stuff to write that. But, uh, I grabbed my friend and we shot half of it and it was at like 45 seconds. And we were like, oh, shoot, because this has to be, you know, it had to be 60 seconds. Um, that, that whole end thing with, uh, um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, when they like, at the end, they like throw everything into the, this dude's car and he drives away. We were originally going to try to do like an Edgar Wright kind of style, like fast motion type uh-huh. thing where it's us like grabbing stuff and the cameras, you know, whipping around and stuff like that. And we, we just were like, we're not going to be able to fit that in like a 15 second uh, frame. And so that's why it just kind of cuts off towards the end. But I think that's, it's still kind of funny that that happened. Um, but my, my friend isn't like a, he's, he's not like a film guy. He's more, he does performances and stuff. So I, he was like a good person asked to be an actor. But I remember when we started filming it, um, he, we were filming for about 30 minutes and he was like, wow, I, I can't believe we're not done yet. And I was like, we've only been filming for like 30 minutes, but he's, he wasn't used to like, right. Having if to do you're it. a theater performer, you're like, all right, rehearsals, rehearsals. And then mm. you get through the performance. You're like, this is only supposed to be one minute, like 60 second thing. Yeah. We're not done yet. With, yeah. No, we're only on our first shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first 30 minutes. <laughs> there's like that one shot where it's like him saying like, oh my God, like in like four different shots. And we had to do that, you know, four different times. And he was like, oh, I thought we just, film me do that and then that would be it you know that's the beauty of filmmaking is where you actually get to play around with the perspectives different angles different pacing rhythm all of those things i think that's that's what makes it really exciting from the very beginning of when you're just writing the script kind of imagining those things right Mm -hmm. and then when you're shooting you get to discover new things but you've hopefully made a plan at least some sort of shot list some sort of storyboard right and then, then this is a lot of what we talked about during the Sydney Racing Challenge, where I went live. I'm not sure if you were able to catch any of that. I know you said, uh, and that's a really great point, actually. You said that you had a lot of work that came up and you realized I actually have, have less time, but you were still able to finish it on time and get first place, even though you were likely working you know, your regular job even more so than, than you had imagined. And so all the way through making those decisions in post-production, what did that process look like? I know you, you wrote it and co-wrote it with your friend. And then after you guys shot it, you go into post-production, right? And you have to kind of put all the pieces, all the, all these pieces of the puzzle together and figure out what the final story is actually going to be. What was that like for you? Um, it, it was kind of different because I'm used to like when I make a video, I film like the whole video and then I edit it afterwards, you know, 
Yeah. But this was, this was a little bit different because we had to split the filming to like almost like two days, like first half one day, um, second half, like the next day. And so I edited like the first half and then that, that was kind of interesting because it kind of helped me see like how to edit uh, or how to film the second half. Like I kind of looked at it and I was like, interesting. Oh, okay. I was like, Oh, this shot should be, if we, I should be filming this a little bit differently or I should like have this composition a little differently you know when we film tomorrow that's awesome so it's almost like you had something between you know dailies to some something like a rough cut to where you mm -hmm. can actually see what are the pickup shots that we need what are, perhaps there's something we need to reshoot uh to make the story make more sense or to kind of round out that 60 seconds in a nice little package and i love the way that it ends and i think that little capper at the very end is what sends <laughs> sort of that payoff to the audience where the judges had a really strong reaction to, you know, those elements because the films were judged on sort of equally on three bases, how the story is conveyed, whether it's clear, whether it, it makes sense. And then equally for the kind of technical aspects of the Sydney race, where you're incorporating the prop in a, in a creative mm -hmm. way, the line of dialogue that was required is included in your script and in the dialogue, obviously. And then your character actually makes sense. This was an interior designer. Um, so that's awesome. Um, once again, congratulations. Did you receive the t-shirt by the way? Yeah. It's, it's hanging in my closet over there. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, enjoy it. No, that's fine. I'm wearing it right now for the both of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Enjoy that t-shirt. I hope it's comfy and brings you much luck in your future film productions. Um, now switching gears a little bit from the cine race, I'd love to know, Tate, take me back, take me way, way back to that moment where you had the spark to become a filmmaker. I'm always curious to learn because everybody's journey into this crazy filmmaking world is slightly different. Uh, Talk to me, talk to me about what was happening around you. Uh, tell us that story. So it, I guess it all started like when I was in high school and I got my first like laptop that had like a video editing software on there. And I was really the only person in my school who like really liked making films and videos and stuff like that. And so I kind of got that reputation, like through the high school of like, Oh, that's Tate. He's the guy who does like video stuff. So if you that's need, right. yeah. Yeah. If you like need a, a video, just go ask him. And then we had like a little, like, it wasn't really like, we didn't have like a student council, but it was like the people who planned events, I guess. And I was part of that. And so whenever we'd have like events that the school would have, I would make like a, like a sketch or like a video that would get like blown up on the projector and it would kind of introduce like what we're going to do during the year and stuff like that. And so I, I really liked doing that. Um, and then I kind of like, I, I didn't have like a ton of people who like to make films with me. And so I started doing like Lego stop motions and stuff, which is like, I, I think that's was a, that really helped me because it was through like, you, you know, using little Lego people that I understood like composition and like, you know, over the shoulder shots and things like that. When I, like, cause like when I eventually, went to college and started learning more about film. I was like, Oh, like I've been doing this stuff without even realizing, you know, it actually had a name to it or like, 
there was like a, like, I didn't even know what the rule of thirds was, but I was already right. following what it was. It was weird. <laughs> so those skills really like transferred over to the world of, of filmmaking, like live action where you actually have real yeah. actors and you're not having to move them, you know, a millimeter yeah. and then take a photo. You're actually just capturing the motion and for the, these characters to kind of be playing around in this environment that you've created for them. That's awesome. I, I really like that story. So thanks for sharing. Um, what what would you kind of change after having done you know a couple of film races and now the cine racing challenge going into uh let's say potentially you were going to be contracted by a brand to film a commercial and you only had one week to do it what would you change about your process or about your pre-production or how you get ready for the film shoot knowing the things that you have learned now Hmm. That's a good, that's a good question. Um, I make him, I make him spicy. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. That's a, Cause yeah. Uh, well, one, I would probably find at least one or two other people who like know more about filmmaking and stuff like that. Cause a lot of times like this last challenge I did, like everyone who I would, it was basically just me and my friend, but he didn't know like anything about cameras or anything. And so I was like, um, and my camera doesn't have autofocus on it. So uh -huh. he would be like behind the camera and he'd like, he was like trying to figure out if I was in focus or not. Um, so one, I would find just like one or two other people who would like actually like know how to work the gear or just, you know, no filmmaking and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that, that definitely helps. You found yourself in a similar position that I did on a 48 hour film festival, uh, film race that I, uh, completed, uh, last year, I think it was. And I had a crew assembled and then the day before two of my crew members dropped out and went to a different mm -hmm. team. <laughs> and then oh, on shoot. the day of the guy that I was going to now have as my DP had a family emergency, so he couldn't do it. So I turned to my wife and I said, Dude, you're going to have to run sound because now I have to shoot as well as having written the thing and direct it and light it and do everything else myself. So I totally feel your pain. But I think with those struggles and those challenges and roadblocks, you kind of find a way. I think we as filmmakers always find a way to adapt and, and overcome those obstacles. Uh, would you say that was probably your biggest struggle is just the lack of crew? So you're having to not only create this thing in seven days and be working your full-time gig or whatever it is, but also having to coach a person that has never been on a film set feasibly. Was that your biggest challenge? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that that and not having a boom stand was kind of a big challenge, but yeah, that, that was, what did you do for audio in that case? Uh, we had, we both were wearing uh, lobs. lobs. They just oh, had see? them like plugged into one of my little road. Smart. Smart. I mean, yeah, you find ways and you, you adapt and, and, and make it work, whatever happens, whatever needs to happen. Well, Tate, this has been super awesome. Please filmmakers go ahead and head over to cineracing.com to watch Tate's short film, his grand prize winner, as well as the rest. Uh, they'll be posted there pretty soon, uh, along with information on how you can get involved in the next Cine Racing Challenge, which is kind of coming up really soon. Tate, I want to thank you so much for spending the time with me and, and chatting with me. I'm glad we could finally make this work yeah. after many attempts. <laughs> yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you, for you so patience. much for being on the Filmmaker Secrets podcast. I hope to speak with you again soon.
If you like that, then you are going to love my Cine Racing Challenge. This is a seven-day filmmaking competition where your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to write, shoot, and edit a short 60-second film in just seven days for your one chance to win with over $10,000 in prizes. So head over to CineRacing.com. That's C-I-N-E-R-A-C-I-N-G.com to get registered spots are filling up fast and the timer is ticking before the next Sydney Racing Challenge launches so be sure to head over to sydneyracing.com right now to get registered I'll see you over there <laughs>